2020. Stranger. Stranger. Who are we? Snotty. Angry. Juggling. Sylvester. All right, everybody. We're Sylvester. We're professional jugglers who are like snotty, angry, but also romantic. And you look good tonight, Christina. Thank you. I feel like... Sorry, what, what are we doing? Juggling? I don't even care. I feel like... Because I got a lot on my plate, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've been juggling a lot of things and, uh, like, a lot of relationships as well, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know. I feel like juggling can be a big waste of fruit, and that makes me angry. It's naughty, and I like that. What about you, Yola? Well, I used to be angry, but now I calm. And I calm myself through juggling. Better than meditation. Well, I'll have to try that one day. I've just been punching walls. Affectionately. What about you, Tom? I juggled my moods. I juggled between anger and romance. and ro ro Yeah, and, and sometimes I kill for love. But then I throw the body up in the air and juggle it. Yeah, yeah, the pots, right? Yep. Nice. Nelson, you really... Hey, you know what? I find myself all the time juggling items like plates and people keep throwing more and more plates at me and I just keep juggling and it's not if but when the plates are going to crash Whoa. and anger begins. Whoa. The amount of items you just listed makes me think of my buddy over there, Parker. You're muted. Nice. All right, so we'll hear from him later. In the meantime, let me introduce you to my beloved, the one and only, the bull. Bull! I ain't got it. <laughs> <laughs> what is it that inspires you to sometimes do it and then usually just not? <laughs> I ain't got it. What, last week. Mm. What was it about last week? You're a stupid tax me? man. <laughs> Taxidermist. Like, I love taxes. <laughs> I love taxes. I'm going to make some money. I had to go see my taxidermist. <laughs> so I did it. Okay. I ain't got it. It's important. Thank you for sharing Mo that. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on to a musical guest. Speaking of moo, mozzarella, not here yet. But uh, put your hands together for Frank Gappa. Am I? Uh, I, I, I'm, I, I run a, a snotty, angry uh, juggling company that can turn pretty much any ordinary event into a romantic uh, one. We, we think that acoustic guitars are, are last year's news, and, and nowadays you're going to want a juggler at your, uh, your romantic dinner. And, and we've done a number of weddings. Mainly for clowns, but uh, <laughs> we, we, we show up, we'll, we'll juggle. And, and Snotty Anger was actually my dad's name. At least that's what my mom <laughs> called him. But uh, we just, we, it, it's a good business, and we charge $15 an hour. And uh, if you want chainsaws, that's extra. But, you know, just give us a call, and we're on MySpace. So it, we're up to date with the, with the trends. And, uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Wow, I gotta, I gotta get that guy for my next five parties. It was good. I like that. We need to have his dad, Snotty Anger. Yeah, I think he used to train me before I found Sometimes, the guy yeah, I work yeah. with. Yeah, that was amazing. All right, are you all ready for a whine and a whisper? <laughs> Give a listen to this, and then we can. for the noise but now shut up and hurry you want to get on the line all right if anybody else wants to whine please go ahead i really hate how hard it is to buy booze in jersey i got really spoiled living in a place where you could just go to the fucking regular store and get wine or beer and now you have to go to the designated liquor store and it's irritating and then also it makes me want to buy, like, liquor 
in Delaware, you just have an office, so you have an address there, so that when you file your taxes, it looks like you're headquartered in Delaware, but nobody wants to live in Delaware, so oh. they just have to drive through like D.C. We're going to the Cayman Islands, though. Hmm. Not shady at all. Beach in Delaware, where they, you can let your dogs off the leash, pretty much any time. Oh, dog shit beach sounds great. There's a Wilmington in Delaware. There's also a Wilmington here. I think the one here might be better. Why? They have it. Wilmington in North Carolina, the headquarters of Krispy Kreme. Yay! We can watch the donuts run through the, the conveyor belt. Tom, fun. I never know if your facts are real, but I think they are. Like, I think everything you say is probably secretly true. Always. It's openly true. Yeah. Like, you could Google, or you could just ask Tom. Christina, you're dumb. Official Google. Oh, Jeeves. Yeah. Isn't Biden from Delaware? Yes. Yeah, Matt, I'm gonna pour some alcohol. Do you dare me to eat another one of these Reese's tonight? Because I'll do it if you dare me to, but the last one fucked me up pretty good. Well, then, do it. Okay. Or don't. I'll do it. No, I'm gonna do it because you told me to. Previously on this show, I don't even know because it just happened. But Yola was just mentioning a dream that she had, and I can't imagine a worse thing to dream about. Turn out okay. Dreaming about Delaware. My, my dream, my dream, my, my dream. Okay, so short dream, but guess who showed up? Your stupid ex. The worst no. person to show up in any dream setting is Donald Trump. Second, the worst person to show up <laughs> in any dream. Melania Trump? Okay. It's not political. <laughs> and you're not wrong. Um, Freddy Krueger. But hey, I'm still alive. Because you're all saying the same thing, basically. So basically, he, he popped out of a... Um, Stage, a huge stage prop cake, and um, there was this girl who basically was it. Like, sexy Freddy Krueger? No, but one thing, dream Freddy Krueger. My dream Freddy Krueger. Dream, not the Freddy Krueger we know. Dream Freddy. He, he didn't look as bad like the Freddy Krueger. No, it's all like burn damage and burn scarring. But he didn't look that bad. Like the burn scarring was not as pronounced. And there was this girl who basically, like, had, like, a similar personality as me, but, like, still, kind of like a white, but she was, like, she didn't look exactly like me. She was, like, a white version of me, but it was me, because the same personality. And, um, basically, she's, like, ooh, she's being fake, because she's, like, oh, my God, I'm going to be, like, there's Freddy, and he's going to, like, grab me, but it was, like, something 
but she was like singing in this like really fake way because she wasn't really protesting. Oh my god, Freddie's gonna grab me! Yeah, oh no! Yeah. And um, then she he grabbed her, but she kind of like put. I saw her push off with her heel, kind of like when kind of like in wrestling when like if a face wrestler when she was being pulled by the heel wrestler and then she was just getting to like a more victim position but it's actually if you look really closely you can see her like push off with her foot you know so it was all fake and um, then he pulled her into like the big hole that was um from the cake because you know he popped out previously and obviously there's like now there's like a big hole you know, where the top of the cake used to be, and he pulled it down, and, um, I have no idea what that means. <laughs> but, yeah, um, yeah, it was officially, I had a Freddy Krueger dream, and I, um, still here. Yeah, yeah. has everybody had a Freddy? Because I had a Freddy Krueger dream where, uh, I thought I, you know, I actually stopped eating meat, I think, because of it. I'm not sure. I had a Robbie Krieger dream. Mm. What about a Chad Kroger? It's, he told me to look at this graph. Oh my god. And he pulled up a graph. And I looked at it. It made me graph? Laugh. Like a skin graft? Makes sense. Um has anybody had a dream in which they were in a Kroger? Grocery store? Yeah. Yeah. I was so in the video section about the rent return of the Jedi on VHS. All right, now it's time for the news. What have you got? <laughs> Let me pull it up. Hang on. Boring. Apparently, cool. de Blasio is going to take the vaccine in front of everybody publicly. So that's where we're at. Yes, and also the last three presidents have all said that they're going to take it publicly to encourage everybody. I'll take it publicly, too. Let's all go on YouTube and, and take the vaccine publicly. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, of I'm course. Hoping we... the vaccine turns people into Cronenberg folk, like in Rick and Morty. I mean, not hoping. <laughs> Predicting. Like, de Blasio does it on live TV and just becomes the Lizard King. But he's still the mayor. So. Mayor we all know Lizard. Somebody, we King all know Mayor. Somebody we all know somebody who's probably not going to get the vaccine because he's already had coronavirus, and that's Rudy Giuliani. Everyone who said he doesn't have a case were wrong. Does the Russian vaccine work? Because I guess Russia's now vaccinating everybody. Anyone know? Frank, you're saying yes, no, or... I said meat. Okay. Meat. He's like, you don't know. You're just like, well, that would be cool if yeah. it works. Net. Net. Good no. for them. Well, I'm proud they figured it out. Good for them. Yeah. Keep in mind, they may not have figured out space, you know? The Russians? Yeah. Like they said they did. I don't know. I've been watching a lot of conspiracy shit. You know who seems to have figured out space? Japan. Ooh. They recently completed a three billion mile mission to collect asteroid dust. Wait, China went for moon rocks and mm -hmm. Japan's like, we want asteroid dust? Yeah. And life like, isn't your... a cartoon? No, <laughs> not a cartoon. Okay. Yeah. Do we know why there's all these trash meteors or fire meteors happening? No. It's a joke. People... Like it's set up for a joke. Because <laughs> no. people didn't pay for parking. Working meteors, yes. Okay, is that it for the news, Christina? <laughs> well, there's some fast food news. Let's hear it. Give it to us. So, from the world of McDonald's, we've got delicious news and we've got gross news. Which do you want first? Both. Gross. gross. So, the McRib is back. Yay! I've never eaten a McRib. Has anybody here eaten a McRib? Well, whenever the animal they make it off comes off the endangered list, that's when the McRib comes back. What if I McRib see. is children? What if it is? It, it still tastes delicious. Terrible. Does it? I know. No, it's not delicious. It's okay. <laughs> At best. McDonald's will go out of business because we'll go on parlor <laughs> and tell chewing on people that McDonald's eating children. It's a genius uh, idea. It's a sad thing when McDonald's is selling ribs. Come on. 
McRibs. They're McRibs. It, it, it doesn't McRib, MacRib, MooCrib. It doesn't See, they do this difference. thing with a chemical where they denature the protein so there's no bones, and they just pour it into a mold. That's why every chicken nugget and every McRib look exactly alike. I thought they were Grimace's ribs. And they are. The, nothing can kill the Grimace. Nothing can kill the Grimace, Frank. Oh. It's like some biblical, okay. the oh. McRib of Grimace. <laughs> Under the burger tree. You guys remember that the burger tree? Mm-hmm. Like a cheese falls. The Hamburglar eats it. And then everybody is cursed. Catherine, I always thought the rib of Adam, they were talking about his dick. Because, like, Eve came out of that, and then they his daughter, and we're all inbred. Hmm. Interesting. The delicious news is that McDonald's has brought back the holiday pie. Ooh! What? What is what? It's sugar cookie crust with sprinkles on it, and it's filled with vanilla custard. Ooh! How do I... How... How do I not... What? When did? It's yeah, only I'm in select locations. He? Who? He? But where? I don't know about oh. this. I don't think. I don't think I know about this. Do I know about this? Did you say Holiday sprinkles? Pie. Like colored sprinkles? Yeah. What the fuck? Okay, so Best. how many years has it been? Because I've never heard of this. Yeah. Oh, is this a Mandela effect thing? Yeah. Is this yeah, only on this maybe. timeline? What, you don't remember the, the McDonald's holiday pie? Everybody remembers the commercial for the McDonald's holiday pie. Come on about, down to McDonald's. About right. 10 years ago, Yola. Where is that? 2010. Mm-hmm. Pie in your eye. Yeah. Pie in your eye. Hmm. All right. Well, this conspiracy needs to be investigated further. Yep. Seriously, there was a 12-year-old that stole a car. Speaking of, Staten Island Bar, did you hear about that? Yeah, the yeah. guy, the owner, ran over a cop with his car. He hit him. Well, right. only in Staten Island and only with a white man can you do that and not end up murdered by the cops. Didn't, didn't um... Matthew Broderick? That and also, um, Bush, um, First Lady Bush. Laura? Barbara? Yeah. Didn't she kill someone by accident? Her ex-boyfriend at, the, like, the only intersection in the little town. Barbara, Barbara Bush Barbara. Dallas to Crowley's granddaughter. Wait, really? what? Yeah. What? She's the product of a, a metaphysical sex orgy. Wow. Yeah. I don't even know what you're sure. talking about, Christina. You have to Ms. Google Ms. whatever he just said. <laughs> Get Alistair, back to me. Alice Crowley? Mr. Right. Crowley wow. is somehow related to. He is Barbara Bush's grandfather. No. Like H. W. No, Bush. W. is great grandfather. Yeah, he's, he's W. is great grandfather. If I how they were ascend, they were able to ascend to the halls of political power. It's, it's Crowley and Magic at work. <sighs> is it... Alistair Crowley was a was a um, I think a right hand path magician around the turn of the last century. There's, there's no way Order the Golden Dawn. that they're yeah, related. That sounds kind. That sounds kind of shady to me. Yeah. Okay. What, what was Elsa Crowley's politics? I mean, this is like said, every man and woman a star. There will be only law. So I guess that makes them libertarian. Do as thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. Will yeah okay. Your will shall be the whole of the law. Okay. Do we have any animal news? I'll go get my dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> While we wait for the dog, I do just want to update the uh, monolith story. Uh, oh. The one in California has been torn down by a bunch of Trumpists who said it was gay. Meanwhile, there's one somewhere near Pittsburgh. That's it's good to hear that that's real. It's big. Oh, mozzarella! You're so beautiful. This is oh, mozzarella. mozzarella. Aww. Oh. She's a dog. <laughs> I love her ears. Oh, I'm a cutie. I love yeah, she's pretty sweet. She, uh, yeah, she just woke up from a nap. <laughs> my wife's and over she's... here, but she's bashful. So she's, uh, but this is that my dog is saying, "Dad, Dad, why did you wake me up?" She likes. She likes being in here. I'll, I'll just give you one more look, then I'll let her go no. back to bed. Oh, oh, cute. God. Uh, Get all that. Yes. Oh my God, mozzarella's face. I love. Oh. Okay. Oh my gosh. 
She looks so sleepy. She's got such a good little okay. face. Oh my god, six months old. That's the why she's got the little flopsy bones, the little flopsy arms. Oh man, puppy bones are so sweet and soft. So That's okay. mozzarella. I love her. Puppy bones, she's great. Because we really like cheese and okay. uh, pizza cheese in particular. And she I, she kind of actually incidentally worked out like we were we had thought of some other names, like if we would have got a boy dog or a different dog. But mozzarella was kind of unisex, so we figured it didn't really matter. <laughs> and uh, she, <laughs> when we got her, she kind of looks like a fried mozzarella stick. She's got like little white specks coming out of her neck. And then, mm -hmm. like, she's kind of sandy colored. So I think it works pretty good. That's a good call. I love her. And I love mozzarella sticks. And I hate myself for loving mozzarella sticks. But I'm okay with me oh, loving her. Why? I'll send some cute, better pictures to you, to, to you crew here. Yes, please. Awesome. Because I want to be a vegan, Nelson. But I'm not. But mozzarella is beautiful. And I have mozzarella sticks after every episode of this really? show. Yes. That's awesome. You know. In the weird hours after these episodes. Doesn't like I'll wean you off them, Catherine. Mozzarella sticks have the same initials as multiple sclerosis and MS, you know, 13. I can't remember what this thing is, but that gang. Listen to this guy. He knows what he's talking about. Huh. Interesting. I keep eating mozzarella sticks if I were you. <laughs> I definitely want to find a good vegan one because I've I've experienced some some scary vegan things. Oh, we'll be talking about some not so vegan things later. But before we get there, let's all tattle on our little animals. If anybody's got an animal they want to talk about, I can tell you what happened to Tony today. I have an art supply thing that I put out, and she doesn't recognize it as art supply. She recognizes it as a scratching post. Uh oh. Yeah. So we had to clip her little nails today. Immediately after we clipped her nails, Bull ran into the kitchen and fed her because he wanted her to remember who gave her the food. <laughs> yeah. I would go get Willie, but he doesn't like the garage, and I'm afraid that he will poop out of spite. Oh my goodness, he's such a little spite pooper, and I love that about Willie. He's so clear with his wants. Oh yeah, 100%. Hero. He always goes to the food bowl. And it's like, he's coming to see me. No, I'm standing in front of the food bowl. That's it. He swallowed a basketball one time. What? That didn't happen. Well, we think that's what happened because he's real big in the middle. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. He swallowed the world. I've seen him. He swallowed he's got a globe for a belly. Yeah. yeah, big old belly globe. <laughs> Trixie has swallowed some weird things. So when you say that, I'm like, wait a minute. And today we caught Tony chewing balloons. Mm. Yeah, so she's got a balloon problem. Eeny -beeny. Little balloon. Yeah, you like chewing a little balloon chewer. Did you say fetish? Yeah. <laughs> she's got a balloon fetish. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that was a balloon. I think that was a look like. She had ninety nine problems, and they're all red balloons. Yes. Uh, that was very nice. Two songs. <laughs> <laughs> well done. If you swallow a balloon, will you poop out a balloon full of poop? Or will it be a balloon full of cocaine? <laughs> Poop balloons. <laughs> Cooper had diarrhea this morning and then he was fine the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like more of your problem than his problem. <laughs> yeah, because you had to clean it up, so. You said that so, like, straight. <laughs> I can't handle that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first item of animal news I've had. He doesn't do much it is. Well, was that a Tom? Was that a, a four a.m. diarrhea? Oh no, not one of those. No, oh, okay. fortunately, it was not. Because last, you know, didn't he get up last week and at four a.m. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I hate those 4 a.m. poops. You can't even see the shit on the sidewalk. It's the worst. Yeah. The neighbors hate us. You just mix it up with the leaves and walk away. Hope for the best. Yeah. Hope it's... I pretend to pick it up and then go. 
Yeah, I, I look for it and then I throw my hands like, oh no, I can't find it. Oh gosh, I'll have to come back in the morning. Yeah. Well, I'll see you in the morning. <laughs> and then it's like foot smudge in it and you God. know someone hates you. Yeah. You just hope they're not good at hexing. Your neighbors aren't related to Aleister Crowley because they might be good at hexing. Yeah, he was a head magician. I had a dream about beating Aleister Crowley the other night. It was really weird. And, like, uh, they wanted me to impregnate lesbian couple. Like, oh, my God. Did you ejaculate out. in places and strange forms of cum? No, but I was back in New York, and they were what having the this fuck? big orgy in this, like, uh, this, like, penthouse area. And uh, Was the lighting we dark? It was actually really bright and happy. Like, and there was a police parade going down the street. And I got the feeling that, like, oh, fuck those people. Like, Oh, I was at a different them. orgy in my dreams. Go on. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. It's, it's okay that we weren't at the same orgy it's, as long as there were multiple orgies going on, right? Easy. Yeah, no, I had a weird dream. I don't know if it was an orgy, but definitely the person came when they weren't supposed to. And then the cum was thicker than it was supposed to be. And I'm like, I'm pregnant. And it's the devil's baby. Oh, wow. But who knows who the father is of the orgy? Well, if it was thicker, it was probably demon cum. That's what I thought. That makes sense. Yeah, it's really the thickness of it that gave it away. That's how you can tell. Alrighty. <laughs> this is a beautiful segue into clown shoes. Oh. Wow. Sorry. I tried. Yeah, you brought it back. That's okay. Bring it back around. This is the first song I wrote about scene. Hey. So here we go. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Way too much information <laughs> way too much oh i thought it was for a will you please stop talking about cum <laughs> no it's way too much information it's not for WTMI. this conversation is giving me a wow no you smell that what is it what Let's smell the... fart. <laughs> no i only smell the lavender you're a monster i fart lavender farts Everybody loves to fart lavender farts. They're very uh, releasing of fat energies. That is the best superpower ever. To fart lavender. To fart lavender. Oh, wait. Everybody <laughs> chill out and smell my farts. Peppermint is a lot better. Ooh. I can help you effervesce your snot. I swallow gum so I have spamming farts. I can blow bubbles with my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody said it was the small one. Okay, time for music. <laughs> time for music. <laughs> um, well, I'll, I'll introduce this song. <clears throat> uh, I'm releasing it, so I appreciate you all listening to it in a solo performance here, but I am putting it out. Full band, produced uh, with Eric Sanderson, or he produced it. Um, of the band Augustine's, if anybody's a fan, which it was really exciting for me because I was. And uh, yeah, this song's about, um, it's about having to work a job that isn't what you really want to do. It's kind of what it's about. It's called Clown Shoes. And released on December 8th. Here we go. Stare 
A tent filled with something so magical Bearded women and dancing bears The jugglers juggle the acrobat sword Ringleader dazzles, gets the lion to roar And we're stuck in a world Of who you are isn't what you do Unless you're wearing clown shoes Unless you're wearing clown storage I, I have clown shoes in my storage but i also relate i actually have shoes that i've had from jobs and they're not necessarily clown shoes but i do feel about them like like they are they're not me they're not right they're just not something i would wear i don't like them they're just for that job totally is that i feel the same way <laughs> yeah the vibe yeah it, it kind of came from that that was sort of my idea of it too and and also i i kind of like I feel like when you, I mean, obviously this isn't true, I'm sure, but, you know, music isn't always super literal, but I feel like a clown is a clown and their uniform is, is who they are because they are being a clown and, and they get to wear clown shoes because that's what they are. And so, like, the idea is, yeah, like, you're wearing maybe work boots or you're wearing dress shoes or something like that, and that isn't um, that isn't who you really are, but it's what you got to do to make it happen and i think there's also something I, I like the idea of a circus and how um just people can you know these freak shows you know i know that's maybe not correct anymore but that that's what they were kind of referred to as when they were you know back in the day and but they were just kind of being themselves or do or doing something to to be noticed and to be heard and and uh i think a lot of people kind of put on a mask or whatever these days so I, there's kind of a floating metaphor throughout the whole thing i suppose um but it really for me i never try to write music that's like so specific but it, for me it is definitely wanting to do music full-time and and uh not being able to you know just it's it's i'm not the only one this isn't unique by any means to me but it's it's a tough you know industry to crack but yeah that's kind of the vibe i relate to that same yeah me too. Everybody's had that pair of restaurant shoes that you bought for twenty bucks, working a restaurant, <laughs> and they like completely right. Apart where the you weird have octagons on the bottom of them. Yeah, exactly. Non-slip. Yeah, I had a pair too. <laughs> What's yeah. your most fucked up restaurant story? Oh, um, oh well, this is this is actually pretty sad. I worked at a restaurant that there was a big party that came in, and we charged a gratuity for. This is when I was in college. We charged a gratuity if you had a party over like seven or six people or something like that. And it was on the check, and I always did a job of circling that so they saw. 
and it was like a school function or something and the guy tipped me instead which a lot of people did they or tipped me on top of that yeah was it wasn't uncommon and he came back the next day before we were opened i just started my shift and he talked to my manager and he said oh i didn't realize there was already a tip on this and then i tipped him and my manager made me come out and give this guy cash back for the tip that he gave me the night before. Ouch. Fucking want my eight bucks back. That wasn't really that fun. That sounds like a bad manager. That just seems wrong somehow. Yeah. I could be, I don't know. Because, yeah. I mean, you circle the word autograt, right? Yeah, I did. I circled it. And, you know, that was kind of that what we were trained to do. And, and this guy kind of came in. He was like, oh, you know, I can't tip on, you know, he was he was making a case of like, this was a school event and my school is not going to reimburse me for whatever extra tip. And so like my manager was like, yeah, okay, well he tipped you this, you know, you got a tip. I mean, I got a tip out of it, but it was like, to me that night was like, sweet. I got an extra, you know, whatever. And <laughs> yeah. you, you had already spent your round. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> it was already gone. So. Yeah. But it, that was weird. So. Managers are the worst. We hired this Fry guy one time. It was his first day there, and he was like showing off this awesome watch that he had. He's like, "Oh, check out this cool watch I just got." And he's like on the fryer frying <sighs> fries, and like the watch pops off and falls into the fryer, and like immediately without thinking, he just like reaches his hand into the no. to try to grab. Oh, no, no, I swear to God, it, it was the grossest thing I've ever seen, and I can't unsmell this that smell. No, oh, yeah. no, no. Where he was fired. this? <laughs> fired. <laughs> Freddy Krueger hand up. Oh, man. Not only did he get fired, he got fired. fired. He got <laughs> yeah, his whole hand fucked up. Wait, that really happened? Where was this? He got fired, like, for that? Like, fired? Yeah, it was an accident. Yeah. We had to clean the fucking fryer, and it was the night that Fish was there. So, like, Fish was at Thomas Wolf. We were open at 4 o'clock in the fucking morning, so I had to Fish change the fryer out for a bit. Yeah, Fish, Fish was playing in Asheville at Thomas Wolf Auditorium in the bar I worked at. It was like around the corner from that downtown oh. so like we're supposed to close at two we had to quit selling alcohol at two but the manager's like oh these kids keep coming in they're all high and want grilled cheese sandwiches it's like oh. okay so, so well, fish didn't go to your restaurant i thought you meant no fish no at the restaurant, fish and that's why it was just all the it was just all the fish heads that came that's a scene in a and, movie and that's not tried. reality that's insane <laughs> the guy and the guy trying to get his watch was fishing too did he get yeah, it he's, yeah, he's i don't know if he I, we definitely got it out of the bottom of the fryer later. I, I think he might have grabbed it, but then, like, you, it hurt too much, so he let it go. Yeah, probably did, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Who said I mean, that? Our, someone someone said he got fryered, and I thought that was yeah. <laughs> yeah. but that was great. Or his skin fun. melted off. Is it still on the watch or something? No. <laughs> oh. Hey, mister, how'd you get that crazy scar on your hand? All right. Pulled out just bones. It, 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 if he lost just... a finger like that. Oh, my. Ooh. <laughs> What's the story really with What kind of watch it was. Yeah. Melted. Was it a Rolex? A Rolex. Was it ticking still? Did it keep oh. ticking? Uh, it was full yeah. of grease. It, it like, took a the heat, popped the uh, glass out. Uh, it took Ooh. a frying and kept on ticking. Yeah. Yeah. Took a crying and kept on lying. It always said it was 420. All right, that's time for that reminds me. Frank, jump in there the most. And the word to get started is stranger. Stranger. Ooh. Stranger. Oh, stranger? That's much better. Stranger reminds me of stranger danger. Don't ever trust a stranger. Cause you will be in danger. That reminds me of the theme from You Only Live Twice, the James Bond movie says, and love is a stranger who will beckon you on. Don't dream of the danger or the stranger is gone. Plus it's a song about dreams, which everyone's been talking about. Ooh, that reminds me. The, uh, the, te the telescope they were on in GoldenEye finally got decommissioned. Okay, you guys are all failing and now I'm bored. You're <laughs> supposed to tell me things that happen in your real life instead of talking about other stuff. Okay, we're moving on. You've made me okay. angry. <laughs> You have angered me, yes. and I demand retribution. I'm too bored to continue. I hate this. This is not how the game goes. Yeah. Like, oh. supposed to be real so, stuff. So, start over again with real stuff about the time you met a stranger. And they, you got in their van and you ate all their puppies. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So, that yeah. reminds me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, no, that did actually remind me of a time when I was walking home from school and I had just seen something or they had done something at school about like strangers and how you shouldn't talk to them. And an up the block, an up the block stranger was like, we're looking for our dog. Get in the car and help me find the dog. <laughs> Which if you were Pennywise, that would be exactly how to get me. How to get, how to get Catherine. Yeah. But I was like, okay, wait a minute. Because <laughs> I thought everybody was like, you know, some sort of spy or something. Like he was going to tell my mom. No, I thought he was this bad, bad person. So I didn't get in. And uh, I, my mom did find out about it. And they were like, congratulations on not getting murdered. Oh, that reminds me of this thing we had to do in school where it's kind of like D.A.R.E., but they hired this guy locally that does like a don't do drugs program. And he had to sing this like Whitney Houston song as a big group. You know, the children are our future. But I don't think that's true. I don't think the children are our future. I think our future is our future. And the children, you know, uh, they probably live longer than me, but that's neither here nor there. That reminds me, I was out to eat with some friends a couple of weeks ago, and we sat outside because of COVID, and there was <laughs> a heavy wind, and it was cold, and there was this little kid kind of staring at our table, like, on her, she was on the back of her chair holding the top of it. And I'm, I like kids, and that's cool. But it was a little, I was like, okay, like, hey, we're eating. Like, turn around, little girl. Thank <laughs> you. And then the wind came and swept up the laminated menu that we had because it was so windy. And it went straight, and it just smacked her right in the face. And, just, <laughs> <laughs> and I was kind of – I just laughed out loud. I'm like, we're outside. You took your kid. It's like 40 degrees out here, and your kid is, is cr- cold and staring at us, and it got hit in the face now. I, I don't, I'm not trying to be mean to babies, but it was comical. You God smacked her. Did the did the kid cry? <laughs> no, she she was fine. She was t- she seemed like a tough kid. You know, her nose was running like crazy, and she was not wearing a hat. So I figured, well, this tough kid, you know, she's she's fine. She'll be good. And it just smacked her, and she didn't cry. She didn't do anything. She just kind of turned around. And I, I think she, like us, took it as like, oh, this is my sign to turn around and stop staring at this other kid. <laughs> Did anybody laugh? You go downstairs, you stare at those people till they smack you in the face with a fucking menu where you don't come back. Did you all- oh, um, that actually reminds me. I was outside eating about six weeks ago in a restaurant here in Oklahoma City up on the, it was a second floor deal. We were outside, and uh, this person came up to the table that I was with some friends and just started this conversation with me that was so odd. Just talking to me and and carrying on and uh, i had no idea i had no idea i'd never seen that person i'd never met that person before but it was amazing how much they knew about me in front of all the tables so when that person left it didn't introduce or anything when the person left the people at the table said did you really know that person and I was like, I have no clue who they were. And they were go, come on. They they knew so much about you. And I said, well, I don't know how they do. They do. But I don't have any idea who that person is. Wow, creepy. That's insane. Like, were they a time Very traveler? Scary. A stalker? Somebody you you're having an affair that. with, and now you're trying to say on the show that you didn't know them? Like, what? Well, I'm just I'm it's telling you, you bring that up is if they were a time traveler, that's exactly what a time traveler would do. You wouldn't try to get yourself into a position of power. You would appear in the time as sort of a, a beggar or a homeless person or whatever. So you make a minimal impact on the timeline. So as to like study from an anthropological perspective, people that pass like a, a Jane Goodall or herself. That reminds me of the time Tom told us about his dog's diarrhea. <laughs> 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 oh. Speaking of, I'm now gonna do station plugs. Get a diarrhea, here's a plug. Speaking of, <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> that's pretty tight. Ooh, that's All right, guys. If you live in New York City and you run for fun or exercise, why don't you learn more about what you're doing or specifically where you're doing it? City Running Tours is now offering neighborhood running tours. Go to cityrunningtours.com slash New York City and you can check out the schedule where they offer 23 New York City neighborhoods in Manhattan, Brooklyn, Bronx, and Queens. They're open seven days a week. 
So do check that out. You're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. And Radio Free Brooklyn's mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, free expression, and public art. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. As it has been for so many, 2020 was a difficult year for us financially. And every dollar helps us stay on the air and allows us to continue our work in the community. Please help by pledging whatever you can. RFB is a 501c3 nonprofit organization, so all contributions are tax deductible. Please support with monthly pledge or a one-time donation at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. We've also got mobile apps. Do check that out. And we have a newsletter at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash newsletter. This show, go to thecatherinedunshow.com. It is Dunson on Radio Free Brooklyn. And if you want to mail us stuff because you're feeling old school and you want a pen pal, 1369 Broadway, P.O. Box 210-363, Brooklyn, New York, 11221. 1369 is 37 squared. Whoa! Now it's time for Settle This Bullshit. That is where we take a completely anonymous couple's problems and we present them to you to decide who may be right, who may be wrong, and uh, how to proceed. Or, you know, like a gripe. Okay. A thing. Yeah. So, the question is, if you accidentally feed a vegetarian meat, what should you be other than apologetic? Accidentally? Was he like, oh, this is the new KFC Beyond Meat. Check it out. Or Yeah, I put a funnel down her throat and squashed it down. Like Barbara. <laughs> or that anonymous couple. Chicken skin tastes like real chicken skin. It's amazing. The miracles of science. And I feel the- like we need to know what it was. Like what oh, specific that- food item. The rib. Self-immolation level of shame is what I feel like it should be. That's just understood. To, I think if you fed your significant other some meat, whether it's accidentally or not, I think you should offer to, like, give them. Hey, next week I won't eat any meat. Like to maybe like if it's like a if it's like a political thing where they don't want to eat a lot of animals, and and you say like, okay, well I will cut out my animals now for a little bit, you know, because maybe you don't want to commit fully. But I think that would be like a, I'm really sorry, and I'm gonna make sacrifice for you for my diet. Yeah, that, I think so. That if that person, person is already sorry. vegetarian, should they go vegan for a week? Probably. Yeah, mm-hmm. giving up cheese would be tough. So I would say that'd be worse. Than oh, vegan. I think that other person could give up cheese totally. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see how vegan that other person can be all week. Really? I think, yeah. I think it should is be raw vegan. Couple? Yeah. Well, is Christina this, gets I a mute. No, she doesn't. What'd you say, Frank? Is this your you guys? Absolutely not. It is an anonymous <laughs> couple that sends in their problems each week for us to decide. Then absolutely vegan. Totally vegan. Be careful, Frank. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Easy. Uh, but I will say that I do relate to this couple in the sense that I was fed a fucking burger today and I'm not happy with it. Uh, like I feel, burger. yeah. I did not know it was a real exactly. burger. Exactly. Thank you. But... I will fall on the grenade. Sounds like victim blaming bull. No, I, I. Wait a minute. I'm sorry to be that person. It was an accident. You were aware. Go ahead. You were aware that it was the burger. No, I was under the impression that the location was a vegetarian spot. That that all the food that comes out of there was vegetarian. As I'm and as I'm eating this convincing. Were you like, wow, that's a damn good veggie burger? No, no. I was like, why doesn't it taste normal? It doesn't taste right. You know, I think that couple has had that same burger before, and it just something was weird. It was off. Something was off about it, and I I couldn't figure out what. Because like, I don't even know what meat tastes like anymore. I don't. I just don't. And then I got to the part where I was like, wait a minute, is this blood or is this this beet juice? Second burger. Yeah. So I was like, okay, is this blood or is this beet juice? This isn't good. Give me another one. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and was... that's when I was like, "Is this meat?" And I started looking at it. It was, I don't know, like different on the outside. It didn't look normal. It was very weird. And I noticed that it looked like school lunch—that weird spider school web lunch. that happens on the top of burgers. I don't know if it happens in normal burgers, but I remember it in school burgers. And I, I asked Bull, "I'm like, is this meat?" I, and he's like, "Can you not tell?" I'm like, "I you have no who? fucking idea." Bull, can you not oh, really? tell? Yeah, I can't. Uh, yeah, which... I, no, I, I think that's that's the crux of it right there. You should have been able to tell it was meat and then not want to eat it. Yeah, after the first... I don't think it was an accident. But if you haven't eaten meat... Sorry, in... I'm, on the, I'm on the... No, you could totally the, smell the... it. No, I can't smell it. I can't. Can't <laughs> fucking smell it. <laughs> I put oh, my nose in it and I'm like, if I don't understand. Eaten in what? How many decades? How would you... Not that long. It, number one. 
Uh, Number two, you can't smell it. Have you gotten a COVID test? We're actually yeah, you can trying totally to go for a COVID test. Believe what do it or not. Look like why? Hmm? Are they red? What? No. Okay. But we do want to go for a COVID test. It's funny you should mention that because I couldn't smell it and I couldn't taste it. It might just be a flu. Yeah. What was the other person eating? Yeah. The same burger. Corn dogs, uh, allegedly oh, vegetarian. Were... So here's the thing. We uh, had corn just... dogs, and I was like, this tastes like meat. And he looks, and he's like, no, I trust trust me, it's not. It's vegetarian. This place is vegetarian. I, it's I not vegetarian. At the, at the menu was Right, vegetarian. but not what he ordered. So it turns out I ate a fucking hot dog days ago. You took a bite, and oh. it was an accident, and the person was totally sorry for it. No, they were not. Really? That was the problem. If they were sorry, we wouldn't even be talking about it right now. But I remember that person saying things like, no, wait. I remember that person saying things like, well, you already ate one. The outside and garbage on the inside. What? I know it was a, what? (laughs) Did you freeze or are you just not repeating yourself? Wait, what did you say, Parker? (laughs) Captain, you're muted. <laughs> wow, yep. you're a cocksucker. Yep. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. So no, how much did you not hear? <laughs> oh, unbelievable! Yeah. You're a cunt. Frank, play I want to know right? about gear. I want to know what guitar you play, what amp you have, what effects you're playing through. Because it's very interesting. Oh, oh. Well, it right looks now, like a Dan Electro. It's actually a, a Gibson Les Paul Jr. Oh, cool. Billy Joe Armstrong signature model. Nice, that's a good one. Through an orange amplifier, orange rocker 32 with uh, right on. Conspiracy theory pedal, which is the clone of Way Huge, and then a ARP 87, which is a delay pedal from Walrus. I love Walrus distortion. Beautiful. Yeah. And that reminds me, it's time for C4. Conspiracy corner, conspiracy corner, Christina's conspiracy corner. Boom. Woo. Mind blown. <laughs> Yeah. Monday, December 7th, was the 79th anniversary of the bombing at Pearl Harbor. So I thought, what better conspiracy to cover this week than the conspiracy that the U.S. have advanced knowledge of the Japanese attack? Mm-hmm. Who said hmm? I did, because they let it happen so they could go to war. Yes, exactly. They did make it happen. Yeah. This has been documented in several places. It uh, was first written about in 1940s, and then there was a book that came out in 1999 called The Day of Deceit uh, by Robert Stinnett. And there's all sorts of quotes and memos, in particular the McCollum memo, where they talk about how are we going to you know, get the Japanese to attack us so that we can join this war. And it makes a lot of sense when you think about how the U.S. had kind of been de facto, like, attacking and letting the British know about the U-boats that they were coming across. They were very much just looking to get into this war, and they were picking and picking and picking at Japan, and they kind of didn't care how many people ended up dying. And then Pearl Harbor happened 79 years ago. Well, they had a reason to go to war already because of the Zimmerman note. They they sent Nazis sent emissaries to Mexico to try to get Mexico to ally with the Axis powers. So you know we could have gone to war in Europe already if we wanted to. Like you didn't you didn't have to have Pearl Harbor. It's just you felt like you needed a, a large event to sway public opinion, like a nine eleven. But they did need to because a lot of people in the U.S. were German immigrants and descendants of German immigrants. So they felt like the public wouldn't be okay if they were only going after Germany because of how many people had family over there still. Did you know they renamed sauerkraut Liberty Cabbage during World War One? That's so disgusting. Get a hot dog with Liberty Cabbage. I heard from Pearl Harbor's story that this, to use a melodramatic word, spy, intelligence asset, I think, I don't named Dusko Popov told J. Edgar Hoover He warned him about Pearl Harbor. J. Edgar Hoover did not approve of Popov's lifestyle. Um, He, like, had a lot of women and stuff. And he didn't believe him because he he was too blinded by his, you know, moralism. Hmm. 
well, J. Edgar Hoover was probably a closeted homosexual and possibly also part black, and that's why he worked so hard to make life difficult for all the gay people and black people. Mm-hmm. Oh, and also, there was uh, an advertisement for a board game called The Deadly Double. The advertisement came out in November of 1941, and there was a picture of dice, and one of the numbers showing was 12, and one of the numbers showing was 7. Ooh, like December 7th. Like December 7th, yeah. Speaking of more than 12-sided die, Yola horoscopes, or whatever it is you'd like to give us this week. Sagittarius Corpius. My advice is um, don't let Freddy into your dreams. Okay, and the takeaway is identify monsters and don't let them ruin your dreams. Where can we find everybody? Oh, yeah. I I have a single coming out December 8th. And it's available on Spotify, Pandora, YouTube Music, Apple Music, whatever you stream it on. And there is a few left, very few left. Uh, I did a very, very, very small run of seven inches. So if you like vinyl, Ooh. you can go to Bandcamp and pre-order it there. There's Done. like three copies left. So uh, get, go quickly if you if you want one. But uh, yeah, so it'll be everywhere. And you know, this is going to air a, a little after it's released. So hopefully there's... One trillion plays on Spotify by then, but uh, and then I'll have six dollars. So uh, <laughs> if you could, uh, if you could check that out, that'd be great. Yay. Check out the single Frank Gappa on Spotify or whatever, and and uh, please give it a listen. I'm I'm pretty proud of it and excited to be sharing it. So thanks for thanks for having me here and and for being such a good a good way to express some music and some fun and and just be creative. So thanks everybody. Thank you and thank you for joining us, Frank Gappa, everyone. Uh, hey Frank, you want to check out my record label? Yeah. <laughs> Is this song time now? <laughs> right. <laughs> Better.